When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. City of Chronicles is a Bayard Chronicles production. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Seria Chronicles podcast. I'm Mina Rizuki, and as always, I'm joined by Nikki Bantini, but we also have a special guest for today. But before we get into all of that, I do want to tell you that we have a 14-day free trial for our Chronicles Tifosi Patreon membership. Head on over to seriachronicles.com forward slash Patreon now and subscribe to the Chronicles Tifosi membership for free. Now on to the fun stuff. So as always, I'm obviously joined by Nikki Bandini, but we have a new guest for today. Sometimes he's my footballing soulmate. Sometimes I want to kill him. <laughs> I'm sure by now most people know. Hello and welcome to Nima. Hello, Mina. Nima, of course, is the co-host of the other Italian football podcast, the Italian football podcast, host of Studio Inter podcast and runs the sempreinter.com website. Thank you, Mina. Thank you, Nikki. Yeah, but can you pronounce your surname for me? I always have a struggle saying that. Yes. Which I, I shouldn't. Know, I know. Tavalloi Rudsari. One more time. Tavalloi Rudsari. I just, I just love, by the way, because I, I just, I need to say this at the top. Like, I love that Nima, Mina has a nemesis, a frenemy, I think you guys are, right? Like, <laughs> who is called... Nima, Mina and Nima, like the fact that you two have got like, and that one of you's events and Amigram, one of you's inter, yeah. like the fact that you two exist in the same sort of like <laughs> universe is just perfect. My headmistress at school was dyslexic and she used to call me Nima most of the time. So, and then she's like, sorry. So I feel like that. And that just, <laughs> that's happened to me quite a lot, you know? Anyway, Nikki, you've just come back from a wonderful trip to Italy. <laughs> Are you feeling any holiday blues? Take me back. Well, it wasn't just holiday, was it? I had some holiday, which everyone heard about on last week's show. And then I went on from there to do cover the um, 
Milan Napoli game for San Sports, which was fantastic. Um, really brilliant to be at San Siro for a European yeah. quarterfinal. God, it's been a minute since we've had one of those um, in the Champions League. So, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, it's funny. I, I feel like the conversation about the end of San Siro has been going on for so long that I've stopped believing in it. Like there's been people asking me what I think about San Siro coming down for a decade. And, you know, I, I will be very sad when it happens, but my sort of expectation that it's going to happen anytime soon. I just, I think I've heard them cry wolf too many times to, to believe there's a wolf there anymore, but at some point it will, at some point it, it, it will happen. And I, and I will say if anyone, if anyone hasn't had that experience, who's listening and is looking for their, you know, footballing trip to plan, it is always an extraordinary place. And when it is gone, it's going to be a big loss to everyone. So go while you still can, I guess. Yeah, but is it your favorite stadium, San Giuseppe Miazza? Without a doubt. An evening game. With the lights at, of San Siro, like as the song goes, the famous yeah. Italian song talks about the lights of San Siro in the night. Uh, it's it really is not like unlike anything else. But having said that, it's it is time. It is a football stadium, and it's not fit for purpose anymore. And Wembley was also a classic football ground, but they had to rebuild that because in order to modernize it. And I think a lot of the debate around this has become people are reacting as if someone's asking to turn the Colosseum into a shopping mall. And that's not really what's happening here. It's it's a football <laughs> stadium that's not fit for purpose. And the fundamentals of it, the foundation of it is all over a hundred years old. And that will, you know, you don't need to be a you don't need to be an engineer to understand that engineering has evolved in the last hundred years um, and that you need to sometimes kill your darlings a little bit in order to move on to the future. Uh, personally, I I don't understand. I think Inter and Milan should have their own stadium each. Mm. I understand the idea, the financial incentives behind, you know, creating one stadium together because at the end of the day, you know, the year has 365 days. Okay, so if you've got 38, 17, 18 games then the, and with three games in the Champions League minimum, that's 21 days of a year that you're open for business. You're in the entertainment business, so I understand why you would share that because you would halve the costs and you'd still keep your own revenue when you're the home team and so on. So I think that's a smart idea uh, in terms of, you know, you know, in terms of, you know, cost efficiency, but uh, it has to happen. And I don't understand why the clubs, instead of just banging their heads against the wall with Milan City Mayor Beppe Sala, just don't go somewhere else and do it. And the fact that they don't do it suggests to me that they're not serious about it. I'm sorry. I just, I have zero faith in Jerry Cardinale and Stephen Zhang when they talk about these things. I was just thinking about that, you know, idea of them having two separate stadiums. And the, the first thing that comes to my head when they talk about two separate stadiums is just like, but they, they have to be as big as this because actually, in, in a, mm. you know, Italian football has not always filled s- s- its stadiums, but yeah. Milan, they tend to, like, even in the lower years, you were getting upwards of 60,000 in there. And, and lately, you know, that's nearly uh, what 75,000 or so. That's pretty consistently full. And I, I do think romantically, and maybe it doesn't, again, you know, maybe romance shouldn't come into it because there is business and Italian football clubs need to do everything they physically can to keep up in terms of business because they're falling further and further behind. And that's not a new story. That's years old than the rest of Europe. But there is something romantically about having a shared stadium where you know you get those derby nights where the home end is still there for both for both teams, right? Like the Curva, um, you know, Inter will always have the Curva Nord and Milan always have the Curva Sud and that that relationship. Yeah. I don't know, it, it feels like it's part Agreed. of what makes those derbies so special. It's like you go there and even though one team's at home, both teams still have that 
part of the stadium that's theirs and it makes it feel extra special to me anyway. No, me too. I will agree 100%. Oh, look at the nostalgia, can you? Okay, we're not here to discuss stadiums. We have too much going on in, in football to discuss whether or not we should be tearing down stadiums. I kind of agree with both of you, so I, that, this is why I want to move on. Okay, let, let's start off with the weekend games. Obviously, a little bit disappointing for, I think, most teams, right? Other than the glory of Roma and Lazio right now. Uh, Simon doing a little bit of a fist bump over there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you were the only one not doing a fist bump in Europe. But anyway, <laughs> what I am, oh, another sidekick. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, but what I was going to say is Inter, let's start off with that team because I just, I, I simply cannot understand how they can do and play so majestically in Europe. Majestically, maybe too much of a, um, too much of a superlative to use, but certainly a, a team that is in control, that can create, that can defend, that plays with intensity and, and control and heart and has the ability to suffer, has the ability to create, but also at the same time manage such dismal performances week in and week out in Serie A. Now, here's the thing I read this morning that sort of um, upsets me in the sense that they're now looking to potentially pay a bonus to some of the players in order to get them to qualify. Yeah, they've... Um, and I'm just... They've denied that, haven't they? They've denied that, haven't they? Inter have once have come out and denied it now since uh, that that's not true. But then again, Inter and these clubs and their communication, you know, they... I don't... You don't know what's true anymore because, again, boyhood is when people tend to, when people lie um, repeatedly uh, or bend the truth, then you lose whatever faith in their honesty and, and their sincerity. So I, I have no idea, but I just know that it's important to state that Inter have denied that bonus, uh, that those discussions. Uh, but look, the more. The more I think of this season, I think this has been one of the most Pazza Inter seasons that I can remember. Uh, it reminds mm -hmm. me of 93-94, when Inter almost got relegated but won the UEFA Cup. And the UEFA Cup back then, of course, being the what essentially more similar to the Champions League now than, 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 than the European Cup was, because there was only one team, the champions of Europe were just in one tournament, right? Then Back then it was teams two to five from the top leagues. So Inter that season almost got relegated from the Serie A for the first time in their history, but they end up winning the UEFA Cup uh, with, with, you know, Barry Camp and Jonk and, of course, Osvaldo Bagnoli getting sacked and, uh, you know, interim coach coming in. And that was also towards the end of the, um, uh, what's his name, Pellegrini era, the owner back then. Uh, because Moratti bought the club a year later. Uh, and I think it's, there's a lot of parallels between that era in Inter's history. And now we've, we've got an owner who is on his way out. It's only a matter of time. Personally, I don't think it'll be done before May 2024, or, the club, or at least earliest November of this year, 2023. And you've also got a situation with a squad that is incredibly old. I mean, one of the oldest in the Serie A. Uh, and we know what happens. You know, we saw it with Ancelotti at Milan. He only won one Serie A. Um, you know, they they turn up for the Champions League because that's when they, you know, that's when they don't need that kind of. You know, they 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 overperform, not overperform, but they they kind of get themselves going for the for the important games. But uh, in the leagues, in the league against Monza, Empoli, or you know Fiorentina, etc., they just see, don't seem to be able to deliver uh, from a psychological point of view. 
But if we go into the actual details of it. I, I, I kind of want to just pick up on you saying psychological part of it there, uh, Nima, because like, I think this weekend was 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 sort of a less coherent performance against Lenny Tanner. So Lenny Tanner game, I think, was extraordinary because they just there was no logic to not scoring more goals than they scored. They just wasn't. This 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 weekend there was a bit of sort of less clear cut chances, but still, just sort of taking a step backwards, the last four Serie A games, Inter have taken eighty four shots yeah. and scored once. I mean, we can talk about them being not as good as they could be. We can talk about the overall performance not being there, but above all, there's just some sort of psychosis going on about not being able to put the ball in the net. Yeah. And it's been like this all season and it was kind of like this last season as well. I mean, that's why they brought in Lukaku because they obviously didn't feel that Lautaro Martinez was the bomber that they expected him to be last season. He missed a little bit too much. But Romelu Lukaku has been an abject failure uh, since coming. I mean, he's not scored from open play. He's not scored from open play since August. Uh, You know, yes, he's a great... The only thing he's world-class at right now is taking penalties. But other than that, nothing. And and it's and I think to that's what that's the second point I wanted to make as well, uh, Nikki is exactly that they create so many chances. It's not just taking shots for sake of taking shots. They're creating a ridiculous amount of top quality chances. But Lautaro, Jeko, Lukaku, and Correa, whenever he's played, they just simply cannot convert. And that's not a that's not nothing you can put on the coach. That's just a qualitative problem it's a psychological problem maybe as well a mental problem whatever you want but when all four of your strikers cannot are missing sitters we're talking missing sitters here against Fiorentina Lukaku missed a sitter against Salernitana he missed a sitter against Spezia they all missed sitters and Lautaro missed a penalty I mean it's just you know when you do that you won't win football games it's it's really that simple. And I mean, I look at mm-hmm. XG as a tool to describe the quality of chances. And people use different, you know, of course, outlets to, to see where, you know, people count for XG and every chance differently, depending on what the platform is. But I use it as a tool just to see, okay, how high of a quality, high quality chance have they create? Create And in Inter are, are pretty much over closer to three per game than they are to one. And that tells you, everything you need to know they are being let down by the strikers if Mauro Icardi was playing at this Inter we wouldn't have this problem because that guy his average I mean I don't know how I mean at one point every O point was it you'd have a whole different class of problems the problems would be you know the ultras threatening to come to his house and yeah exactly well, and that oh, yeah, you had one Danara as well and what about Vlaovic do you think Vlaovic would be scoring at this Inter Yes, without a doubt, because he's a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Not at Juventus. Hey, gang, just wanted to let you know that you can now get a free 14-day trial of our Chronicles Defosi Patreon membership. Subscribe now for free for 14 days to get access to all of our full episodes, solo mini-sodes, bonus content, even behind-the-scene bonuses like our chats about football, and of course, our chats about life in general. You can also get the entire bank catalogue of Serie A Chronicles content. So head over to seriechronicles.com forward slash Patreon and subscribe to the Chronicles of membership for free. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So it, it, overall, um, 116 shots in 2023, 25 on target in 116 shots, one goal, and it was a penalty. Okay. So, I mean, this is diabolical when we look at the losses that they have um, managed. So we understand that this is, if I'm just somebody who's coming in as a businessman and I've come to see into and I'm sort of a management consultant to look at where it is that I can try to build on the side, you know, it's really difficult for me to sort of accuse Inzaghi, not because I think Inzaghi is not like, I don't think he's a great coach, nor do I think he's the worst coach possible, right? I think the team is creating a lot of chances. I think that they should be scoring a lot more goals. I think they're doing terrifically well in cup competition and almost outperforming a lot of these teams, obviously in Europe and defeating some of the biggest names right now. Um, some of the, some favorites in Barcelona, certainly they were built to lose against Benfica. So I think it's kind of exceptional what he's doing. Do they need a psychologist? Potentially. Why is it that the squad is old? And then you sort of know that uh, Ricky Massara and, and Milan have attended sort of summits and meetings about joining, creating next gen, but there's nothing been from Inter. There's nothing looked at as to how to invest in the squad, right? So we know that there is also a club right now that has this huge, what would you say, a debt with Oak Tree that they have to pay back by next year. We know that they really can't invest in the squad. Well, the owners, well, the owners do. do. The owners and so do. they probably have to sell in order to, to come back with this. So we have all sorts of problems where you feel like the club can't really take off. But I don't know how many coaches would be doing so well. It's either doing really well in Serie A with the squad that you have or doing really well perhaps in the Champions League and they might have chosen the latter. So who's to blame here? Is it the management that just don't have enough money to create a, a club that's capable of really doing something on all sides? Is it Inzaghi for not having the psychological power to motivate this team where there are stories now, even if they are just rumors and nothing more than that, about giving bonuses to the side to motivate them? Is it where, where is it that I can pin the blame if I'm honest with you? I just want to jump in there, Mina, as well and say like, I mean, you know, Nima, tell me what you think. But like, if this was my team, I... Being blunt about it, I care much more about that Champions League quarterfinal than I do about the league right now. Luca Marciagiani was on Sky Sport, um, former Italy goalkeeper, another weekend, and someone sort of saying to him, oh, you know, the top four could be more valuable financially than, than being in the Champions League semifinal. What are we even talking about here was his answer, you know, because the mismanagement of a club should mean that you give up your dream in the Champions League. No, pull the other one. They're, they're, they're 2-0 up against Benfica and, and heading into a, a, a very strong chance of, of playing in a Champions League semi-final. That is the most important thing in their season right now, as far as I'm concerned. I think you can still have the question which you were just trying to ask about, about the, the mismanagement. But I, I do think, you know, I think it's not an accident by the way that six of the eight teams in the Champions League quarterfinals didn't win this week across Europe. Um, that's not just in Italy, that's, that's going across Europe. Everyone's tired. Everyone had a World Cup jammed in the middle of their season. Everyone's having to focus their, their energies. And if I was, same applies to, to Milan, same applies to Napoli. If I was any of those clubs right now, and Milan took the most extreme approach because Pioli changed 10 of his starters, all of them except the goalkeeper, I would be going, I don't care for this week. This week, my focus is on the midweek game. So, are we, so we're being too harsh then? 
No, I don't think we are. I think there's um I think I don't think we can blame pin the blame on just one thing. I think it's look, with with Inter, look, of Chinese proverbs, fish rot from a head down. Suning are after the pandemic have no interest. They basically took out their loan mm-hmm. from Oak Tree using their collateral, their ownership of Inter as collateral to secure Inter's fine, uh, you know, secure Inter's existence until 2024 May when the loan expires. They, the fact that they turned down BC partners was is 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 where the mistake was made. They should have sold the club then. They would have had, but they wanted one mil one billion in cash, um, and now they risk not even getting anything because. The, the club has so many debts. They have a bond that matures, I think, 2027. They've got uh, the club debt is around 300 million, something like that. So basically what you're saying is you want someone to give you a billion in cash and then take on another billion in, in financial debt. No one's going to do that in this financial re- in this in this reality we live in, unless they're insane, you know, and unless they unless they are Elon Musk pay, paying 44 billion for Twitter. Like no, no one, no other human being would do something that stupid. Um, and and that's where we are. So what the problem is that with Sooning being where they are, pretty much no longer being interested, completely dismantling their sporting, you know, venture from they've done that domestically in China, they've done it globally, they don't care. They they are not in that business anymore. And I don't want to get into the politics of it, but also with with everything happening in the world and China deciding to no longer invest in non-essential businesses and industries. Chinese investment in sports and entertainment outside of Ch- out in the West is over. It's dead. It's finished. Um, so that's that. And then you have Stephen Zhang, who evidently was was is now being given free reign to run this club, and he doesn't know what he's doing. He's completely mm. clueless. Um, and when you don't have someone running a tight ship, and then this kind of goes down throughout the organization. Um, they brought in Simon Inzaghi because he's a company man and he's done the best he can. Of course, he's made so many mistakes as well, as any young coach would do in his first big club role. I, for example, think I don't I think I, I hold him still as tactically and 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 as a talent, the next Italian super coach. As I've said for many years, I, I've thought this for a long oh, time. I, I think know. he's brilliant at it. But where I do think he needs to develop, where I do think he needs to develop is his He's not assertive in his communication to the players. He lacks a kind of ability to to get these guys fired up. He speaks, you know, you have to remember this guy's the biggest coach he ever had was Sven Goran Eriksson. And he's a complete mirror of Sven Goran Eriksson in terms of how he communicates, of how he leads. He's not that kind he's never going to be Antonio Conte that comes out with a flamethrower and fries everyone to get to get a reaction out of them. That's just not who he is. He'll never be that guy. He will, you know, he's not the management by fear kind of guy. That's just not who he is. He prepares the games well. He prepares the the, the, the players well tactically, you know, and he expects them to deliver because they're professionals. The problem is that nowadays football players have to be babied a little bit. And he needs to develop that side of his management career if he's going to have the career that I actually expect him to have because I think tactically the football he plays them, it's, 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 I think he's destined for greatness, without a doubt. Oh, Nikki, would you agree with that? Or is that just a little bit too far-reaching? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think it's really interesting. Like, um, you know, I, I think I said on the last podcast, I spent um, part of my family time with my cousin, who's a big Inter fan. He goes more games. And, and I think he really sort of, what Nima's saying echoes a lot of, a lot of what he feels as a fan about, about personality being this big thing within Zaggy, like not feeling like he sort of speaks the right way in press conferences being the thing that annoys him. Like he doesn't sort of doesn't sort of have that authority that Aconte did or, or, or sort of it seems to accept things that, that he sort of considers unacceptable or, or even he was saying, you know, that the success is sort of harping on, for instance, you know, we won in Naples. Why don't I get enough credit for that? Sort of suggesting that's not the big club mentality mm. as it were. Um, I don't know. It, it's, it's interesting hearing some of that, some of that uh, echoed. I, I don't know. I, I think, I think he's, he's a really curious one for me. I, I think he's got his, Unhelpful obsessions. And for me, Korea is the big unhelpful obsession at Inter. Um, but I, I also think a hundred percent you can't pin everything that's been difficult there on him because exactly Nima's laid it out very well. You've got an, an ownership who simply are not politically able to invest right now. And therefore you've got a club that's running on fumes. Are they running I, on I don't fumes? Know, fumes yeah. running on sort of past glory almost. Yeah. It's, it's sort of clinging on to what it's got and 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 that can't sustain forever. So if they were to get to a Champions League semi-final or a final this year, it'd be a pretty cool achievement. I doubt it would be the beginning of something no, going forward. It's the end. This is the end of the cycle, of the Sooning cycle. I think it's evident that with everything that's happened, this is the end. This is it. In the summer, they're going to bring that wage budget down to from 134, 137 million gross per year to around 100 million gross per year because no Italian club can sustain gross wages for the playing squad of, of, of 130, 140 million a year. It's just not, it's just not sustainable. And I think that that could be a good thing. I mean, Napoli and Lazio and Fiorentina are showing us that certainly a lot can be achieved. Maybe you can't really navigate all three competitions, certainly, but I think you can build well if you have the right people in place. Just before I quickly move on, because it's, it's time that we discuss Milan and Napoli, obviously, which is the, the big game in the Champions League. Just a quick one. You both, you both think that they'll be at Benfica, right? Or they'll get through it, right? Become a member at patreon.com forward slash Serie Chronicles for regular bonus episodes and content. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.